Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted that you could join us this evening. It's uh, the 6th of April. Spring has sprung with uh, lots of tornadoes, too, all over the country here in the U.S. I had a an interesting thing happen over the last couple of days. You know how I'm always saying, ask yourself in your head. You can ask the spirits and beyond. As my son used to say when he was a baby, mommy, ask the spirits and beyond. But you know how I'm always saying, ask in your head, is it in my best interest to, and then finish the sentence. Well, I had that happen. I use it myself all the time. And I was in Ocala, Florida, which is kind of between Orlando and Tampa, Uh, earlier this week. I went down there Monday for a business meeting on Tuesday, and it's about a six and a half hour drive from Birmingham, and it's a wash whether I fly or drive, so it's just easier to drive. So anyways, I get down there Tuesday. Tuesday late afternoon, I got a text message from my grandson's school saying school had been canceled for Wednesday because of bad weather. And so I looked on the weather map, and I thought, well, okay, it's rain, but it doesn't look like that big of a deal. So I asked, is it in my best interest to go home on Wednesday? And I kept getting a no. I must have asked it six or seven times and I kept looking at the weather map. So within a couple of hours of getting that text message from my my grandson's school, the governor of the state of Alabama declared a state of emergency, canceled all school throughout the state, canceled the universities. You know it's a big deal when the university's schedules are canceled. All government workers, all city workers, all state workers, it was wild. And so that was my confirmation that I wasn't supposed to come home yesterday. And I didn't. I waited and came home today. But I thought, this is a great example that I just wanted to share with all of you of something that just happened to me. And remember, when you ask that question, is it in my best interest to, the answer is going to come to you immediately. If you if you wait for a, more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. And uh, so once the governor declared a state of emergency throughout all of Alabama, I thought, okay, that's why I'm getting it's not in my best interest to come home on Wednesday. So just wanted to share that with all of you. Just as a reminder, the reason why I do this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And um, by the way, on that weather report that I was just talking about, we didn't have any damage here, but apparently they had golf ball size hail in our neighborhood because a couple of the neighbors sent me text pictures and my husband Tim got some too. But um, it was really windy 
as I was coming home today, but it was gorgeous. The sky was crystal blue and, uh, and big white puffy clouds, so it, it worked out well. Okay, we've got several people who've called in already this evening, and I believe our first caller is Allie. Hi, Allie, are you with us? Hi, I am. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. Yeah, and all that weather came here, I think. It's very Did it, <laughs> Are you guys okay? Did you have tornadoes and stuff? Um, I feel like there's always tornadoes somewhere around here. We'll probably have some today, but not like in Columbus, somewhere in Ohio. Yeah, but probably very Ohio. I think I think that the really bad stuff stayed south. It was Georgia, and although I know, I think I heard on the news that some of it's going up the east coast. But yeah, they call this Dixie Alley down here with tornadoes, uh-huh. and, and there's been there's been people in the last five years that have died. Actually, my husband's cousin Lynn lost her home, lost her car, lost everything she owned pretty much. She was able to salvage a few things. I think it was five years ago and she lived yeah. with us for six weeks. So they they don't yeah. mess around with that stuff down no. there anymore. They just definitely not. <laughs> yeah, if it's predicted they just call off stuff and want people to stay oh, home. Good. Yeah. 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 Well so definitely. what's new with you? Um well what's been happening and um Oh no! For the, my, you know, dad recently died. Actually, I can't believe it's almost been six months. Uh-huh. It doesn't seem like it's been six months. Um, but a lot has happened in my life, and I just obviously would love to hear anything from him. I got engaged. Oh, terrific! Um, Congratulations! Thank you. And it was really because of him that I got engaged. Oh, because he um, wanted you he to get married. Of, yeah, like you talked. Uh, to my fiance and pretty much an honest, you know, hospital right before he died. He pretty much was just like, for God's sake, just do it already. <laughs> so yeah. just he made him promise, and then shortly after that, he did. And just stuff like that, obviously, is hard when they're not here to, sure, you know, be here for stuff like that. And um, I also, the main reason I'm calling him, I, was, I haven't really been feeling quite like myself. Okay. And again, it could be because I'm old my dad and all that stuff. But um, I've also been thinking about going to do some Reiki because I feel like I'm very blocked in my mm-hmm. chakras, mm-hmm. but I don't know which one. And I feel like it'd be better to go if I do decide to do that and tell them which one to work on just so I can feel a little bit more like myself. Okay. But, um, so that was my main thing. Like, I don't know if you could do, like, a body scan. Yeah, absolutely. Feel, like, I, I um, started a new diet, and I have lost some weight, which I feel great about, but I don't know if it's the best one for me and all that stuff, so. Okay. Yeah, let me get you up on my radar, and I can do all that unblocking stuff. It, the difference between... You can? I didn't absolutely. know. I'm new to that. Absolutely. Oh, mine's, so just, <laughs> mine's just more pinpointed. It's not just okay. saying, hey, you got this chakra that's blocked. I'm going, okay, you got this block, right. but here's what it's causing from a physical or from a medical standpoint. So the work that I do is way more intense, way more graphic, way more, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to be doing the unblocking thing, but, but what I do, Allie, is I'm going to get you on my radar. And for those Mm -hmm. of you that are first time listeners is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit 
when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because our bodies have mass. So I turn this ability on and off at will, and I'll turn it on, takes me a nanosecond, and then uh, my eyes will be closed, and in my mind's eye, I'll see a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it will go to Columbus and hook in with Allie. And then I'm going to shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head. And it's like I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And then that's the first thing. And then I'll see what's going on. And the energy always goes where it's needed first, Allie, needed, okay. needed the most, sometimes people will say to me, my left shoulder hurts and the energy goes to their right knee, something completely unrelated. But the right knee is more of an issue than the left shoulder. Or it's going to be more of an issue and we can head it off at the pass. So that's the first thing, the diagnostic phase. The second thing that always happens simultaneously, just immediately right after the diagnosis, is there's some kind of an energetic healing that occurs. And that's where the unblocking happens. But mine goes further when I watch the healings because I watch different procedures be performed on people. Mm-hmm. And I'm an inventor of surgical devices, so I spent 35 years in and out of operating rooms. I have seen all yeah. kinds of surgery <laughs> in my career. And so there's that. And then the third phase is the spirit part of us, the energy field, it has a very thin membrane to it and there's always some kind of a tear or a hole in that membrane that causes an energy leak and that's always precedes any kind of medical condition and then so what I do is I envision myself diving into that tear or that hole and I'm shown some kind of a scene of something that's happened either in this lifetime or a past lifetime and I'll be given, okay, this is how old you were, this is who you were with, this is a little bit about what happened. So since we have so many people on the call that are holding tonight, I'm not going to have time to do that phase, but I can certainly do it in a private session with you, but I will diagnose and um, let's just see what's going on and then we can take it from there on a private session but yeah what causes those energy field membrane tears and the membrane feels like really thin saran wrap to me has a little bit of a rubbery consistency to it but what causes those is some kind of a trauma emotional trauma that can be as insignificant as somebody called you a bad name when you were three and it hurts your feelings to somebody um, I'm going to mute whoever just called in okay there we go Um, to something really serious like you were mugged or something Mm -hmm. okay so it doesn't really matter what the situation is and it can be from a past lifetime as well if it is then i'll be given okay it was 736 bc and you were a roman soldier and this is what your outfit right. looked like and then we google it and it's like oh my god yeah so yeah so all right enough explanations let me get you on my radar okay laser beam heading North from Sweet Home, Alabama. Here we go, getting you on. Okay, you got some inflammation going on. Let me see what's up with that. Um, inflammation to me, Allie and everybody, looks like red fog, dry fog. Fog that a fog machine would make that athletes run through when they come out onto the football field. 
kind of uh-huh. a thing. So um, I'm going to apply some anti-inflammatory energy there and see if I can get it calmed down. Okay, I can. All right. You, um, you've got a low-grade viral infection going on. And how I can tell that, do you have any symptoms? Like you just feel kind of achy and kind of tired and kind of not really? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm tired, but I take care of kids, so I'm always tired. But I just am, uh, my throat, I, the yeah. other day, you know, just, I felt like I was kind of getting sick, but it kind of went away. Yeah, yeah, it's viral. And what viral looks like to me is really thin beef broth, the color of really thin beef broth. You know, if you if you make beef broth and you put tons of water in it and it makes it really uh-huh. kind of a, a light brown watery color, that's what a viral yeah. infection looks like. Bacterial infection to me is hot pink. looks like fuchsia uh-huh. color. So what I'm doing is, now this would be the healing part, I'm forcing this out through the top of your head and it's almost like I'm pushing it out through the top of your head. Okay. Now that's being filled with iridescent energy. Okay, two things I want you to get. Get some Ester C. You can get it at Kroger. Go go to the grocery okay. store. I know you have Kroger up there. Yeah. Ester C. Woman's name, E-S-T-H-E-R-C. Get 1,000 milligram uh-huh. capsules. And I want okay. you to go get 50 milligrams of zinc. And you can get that okay. at Kroger, too. And then I want you to take it three times a day. Take 1,000 of C and 50 of zinc three times a day until you feel better. And then from there on, take one of each in the morning when you take your vitamins. You probably don't take okay. vitamins, but take, take a multivitamin. I yeah, yeah, take I a multivitamin and then take this. Ester C I like, Allie, because it's buffered, so it's easier on the stomach, stomach from an acidic standpoint. And if you do that combination, actually you're in Columbus, Ohio State did a really big study on this gosh, probably 25 years ago. And it's an immune booster. It's a huge immune booster and it works great. Okay. So, so go get that, take that. You're going to be fine. I got it out of your system. Call me for a a separate appointment and we'll, we'll do the rest of the stuff, figure out, figure out what's causing this energy tear. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay. Take care. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. That ester C and zinc works like a miracle. You got anybody that's feeling punky, take that ester C and zinc and you are gonna feel so much better. Okay, I believe our second caller is Heidi. Heidi, are you there? I am. Hi Hi there, how are you? I'm great. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Sandy, Utah. Sandy, Utah. How are things out there? Getting a little windy, kind of going to start raining, I think. So, But, but you don't have any of that you know. white stuff, right? No, no. Is there Not some in the mountains? It, 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 oh, yeah. There's still a lot in the mountains. So it's supposed to actually snow this weekend up there. Oh, jeez. So stay down I in know. the lowlands, well, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I have... Well, I originally called with one question, but now I'm kind of thinking of, I'm like, I think I should ask this instead. Okay. Um, so lately I noticed that I, I'm a worrier anyway, mm-hmm. but I worry about the dumbest things. 
<laughs> like, if I see, like, a lost dog, you know, sign, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wonder where that dog is. Or I, I, it's a lot with animals. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where this is coming from, but I just feel like I'll worry about just really dumb kind of things. Mm-hmm. Even just like with my kids or my husband, I'll I'll worry about stuff with them that really I don't need to be worrying about, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why all of a sudden this is happening like so strongly. Well, worrying is a habit. And like anything else, we can change our habits. And here's, here's how mm-hmm. you do it. You know, okay. they say, what, if you do something for 30 days in a row, you establish a new habit. They, right. all those experts out there that make they. But here's, here's what I have found works really well for me. And that is, okay. do you meditate at all, ever? You know, every once in a while I do, but I haven't made a habit of it. Okay. All right. Most people think of meditators as somebody sitting in a lotus position on the top of a hill, you know, oming, sitting in a tent or crystals or something for hours on end. And and that's not that's not what really is feasible for us in our day, you know, in our lifetime these days. Yeah. So. There are lots of meditation tapes, Heidi, that you can use that are 10 or 15 minutes long. And the point of meditation is to learn how to control our thoughts. Most people think Mm -hmm. that thoughts are just things that our brains cook up. They're not. Our our heads are like big satellite dishes. And thoughts are out there floating around and we attract thoughts based on how we're vibrating based on what our vibrational oh. level is. So if you're a worry yeah. wart, you're going to attract thoughts that make you worry more because that's where you're right. vibrating. So you can sw- you can change this. So what I want you to do, the, the meditation tapes that I listen to every morning. Now, I didn't this morning because I got on the road at 6 a.m., but yeah. most mornings I do. It's 15 minutes long. And I heard Deepak Chopra one time say, think of RPMs like a car. And RPM stands for rise, pee, and meditate. <laughs> In that oh. order. <laughs> so, I thought oh, that was funny. great. So yeah. the ones that I like are, you can get them on cdbaby.com. And cdbaby, um, okay. cdbaby.com slash Gary, G-A-R-Y, Temple, okay. T-E-M-P-L-E, Bodley, Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y. Okay, and and the key for meditation is you listen to it, and your mind's going to wander because that's human nature. Our minds are going to wander, and that's yeah. that's why that's why Chopra says do it before you look at your phone or you're engaged doing stuff. You know, right, right when you get out of bed, go to the bathroom, turn on your meditation tape, and what you want to uh-huh. do is when your tape is on, your brain's going to wander, your mind's going to wander. Just just recognize, oh, my mind wandered, and come back and listen to the tape. Just force your brain to come back and listen to the tape, and then it's going to wander again. The more you listen to the tape, the better you're going to get at it. And the the whole purpose of meditation is to learn how to control your thoughts. So during your day, when you see a sign for a lost dog, and you go, oh, I wonder if that dog's (laughs) found a home, and I wonder if it's okay, and all that, 
Okay, so recognize I'm having a negative thought about this and switch it to a positive thought. Oh, gosh, okay. that, that dog, somebody's going to rescue that dog and that dog's going to be just fine. Or right. I'm, I'm so glad my dogs are safe. It doesn't matter what you think about. I'm, I'm so excited okay. about what we're having for dinner. It doesn't matter. Right. As soon as you okay. switch your thought to something that's more of a joyful thought or a positive, what we would consider to be a positive thought, you're going to change your frequency vibration. You're going to attract more positive thoughts. Okay. It's a habit. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And I, most people that don't. That's a great. It's a, that's a great question you asked. And most people don't know that we are thought. We think, oh my gosh, our, my my brain's crazy. I have all these crazy thoughts. Well, you have one thought, and then it's like a domino effect. If it's a negative thought, you know, when you think something negative, and then you're thinking, oh my gosh, all these other wonder horrible things are going to happen. I'm like, it's a slippery slope. Right. Right. It is. So make it a slippery slope of positivity. Okay. All right. So if you can do the meditation thing, it's going to teach you, without you even knowing it, it's going to teach you how to start to learn how to recognize your mind has wandered, bring it back, and that's going to help you recognize negative thoughts so that you can immediately turn them into a positive thought. And then you're emitting a different frequency. So you're going to pick up different thoughts. Oh, interesting. And okay. that and that works I, really, I, really I, well, too, when you have an idea about something. Like, I'm a serial yeah. entrepreneur. So in my career of starting a bunch of companies from scratch in five different industries... I have a thought about something and I think, well, I don't know anything about that industry or about that product, but then I'd have another thought about it and then that would lead to another thought and then before I knew it, I'd started a company to do whatever another company. the thought was. <laughs> right. Yeah. So right. that's how that works. Oh, that's, well, I even went as far, and this is so not me, I found this company and I bought like, I don't know how you feel or what you think about like staging like staging your house and and then I bought like this amethyst that's supposed to help with like calm and how do you feel about stuff like that that stuff's all good I if I feel negative energy anywhere whether it's my you know, if I walk in somebody's house or whatever, I just raise my vibrational level and then it gets rid of whatever it is. So, and how okay. you do that is close your eyes, stand in the superwoman position, hands on hips, legs spread apart, visualize mm-hmm. white light coming up through from the ground, up in between your legs, up shooting up through the top of your head. You're going to raise your vibrational level really high. It's going to get rid of any mm-hmm. kind of negative vibration that's around you. It takes a second to do okay. it. Okay. 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 So thanks for calling in this evening. Thank you. That really helps. Good. Good. Appreciate you calling in and and, uh, go get that meditation tape. I think there's five or six of them. Yeah, it's five or six of them that you can use. Okay. Okay. All righty. Great. Take care. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Julie. You bet. Bye, Heidi. Bye. All righty. I think our next caller is Miss Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Are you there? I'm here, Julie. Hi there. How are you? Oh, well, better than the last time I called in. <laughs> good. Good. Um, Please tell everybody where you're calling the, from. 
I'm calling from, um, where am I? Clarksville, Ohio. Okay. That's two Ohio to calls for, tonight. I had to say, yeah, that's right. Allie, yeah. That's right. Um, so, what was I going to say? My, I'm a little brain fogged, so if you can get my, I've got my notes here. Um, so, believe it or not, I'm still in the camper, the, tra- the trailer. Okay. Um, Mary and Tracy really wanted to, you know, try to, try to make, you know, make it more livable. And I was feeling so badly I wasn't going to argue because I wasn't up to packing everything and moving. So anyway, um, I did some research on some things they could use that was non-toxic. I'm like, well, if you're going to do it, you know, this is the kind of thing you should use. They did. And I have to admit, it helped a lot. Um, I know it didn't take care of the problem completely. Please Um, tell everybody what's going on with the trailer that you're living in. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yes, let me back up then. Um, So immediately after moving in here about three weeks ago, um, and it's beautiful. I mean, it, it looks beautiful. And, and I'd been in it before, and I hadn't noticed the smell before. But upon moving in, uh, me and my cat started reacting. My cat Katie started reacting to something. Um, and I started, you know, my, my supersonic nose was telling me it was probably mold. Um, and then when I called in, what, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, Julie confirmed that not only was it mold, but that it's black mold. Um so when Tracy, first thing Tracy and Mary did was they searched this place inside out, trying to see some visible mold. I mean, underneath it, I mean, every in every corner, in everything. And they couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, I'm reacting, so I know it's, it's somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and where it was most noticeable, the smell was inside all the different cabinets. Mm-hmm. So they they cleaned those out with the natural stuff. And and we put an air, you know, I ran my air purifier throughout the whole place. And, and it really did make a noticeable improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I have no illusions that I, it's still okay for us to stay here, you know, long term. Um, so I guess the one thing, though, because I am kind of brain fogged and not functioning real well, I just wanted to check in with you that, um, that I'm not misjudging how good or, you know, or how potentially not good. Um, Katie and I are dealing with the mold. Okay. Um, because I'm, I know we've been exposed, and I, I know um, that we're a little bit better, but definitely still not. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm not thinking clearly enough, and not quite myself enough to be able to sort of assess very well. So, um, okay. Curious what you see about Katie's and my where we are in. I, I don't. In other words, I don't want this to be a. I should be moving out now, and I'm not clear-headed enough to realize that. Okay. Well, everybody, mold is really toxic to live in, live or work in a moldy environment because mold releases toxins into the air and then we breathe them or ingest them if it's on, on different things that we touch. And, and it can cause just this huge array of medical problems. Brain fog's one of the big ones. So if you've still got brain fog, my guess is there's still a bunch of it going on. And oftentimes when people live in a moldy environment, it's not something that's visible. It's in between the drywall and the, the um, yeah. insulation in a house or and I know you're in a trailer so it's the same thing but the fact that you could smell it in the cabinets and elsewhere tells you that you've got it it's in there yeah um 
But yeah. but there are all these stories. What an, one of the best documentaries on mold I've ever seen is called moldymovie.com. If you go to moldymovie.com, and I think you can get it on Netflix too, uh, you're going to be amazed at the stories of these people that – they lived in these homes and nobody could find where the mold was. And then they had some specialist come out who pinpointed it and it was just covered in mold, but it was just hidden. They couldn't see it with the visible eye. They had to, they had to punch holes in walls and stuff, which I don't think you're going to be doing renting a, a trailer like that. So, okay, here goes my laser beam to go connect with Kathy. All right. Got you. Yeah, you still. Yeah, you still got mold and you've got inflammation. So, I think it still makes sense for you to find someplace else to live, Kathy. Yes, I, I mean, I and still, I think you know that. Still, yeah, I still intend to do that. I've just been trying to trying to get basic functioning done. Right. Um, so, and and what about little Katie? Well, if it's affecting you that much, my guess is it's affecting her, too. She's not in as bad a shape as you are. You're in worse shape than she is. And I don't think you're going you, to feel like you're functioning as long as you're there. So my suggestion is find another place to live, even if you have to live with somebody in the short run. Get your stuff out of there as soon as you can, because the longer you have it in there, the more mold spores are going to get on it, especially stuff that's porous and has cloth or rugs or whatever and um, and i i think it would really be in your best interest to move someplace else yeah i don't i don't plan to stay here i just haven't i just have been i mean just barely putting one foot in front of the other that's because of the environment you're in so see if there's someplace else you can stay well, one of the, and just I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to you before, but one of the things I've run into is this is the third time that this has happened where I've lived with someone or lived somewhere where there was mold. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just it's like a I, I yeah I don't know I'm just I'm I think I'm especially sensitive it seems. I am too, and 28% of the population is. It's a genetic thing. We're like the canaries in the coal mine. If I walk into a building or a house or something that's mold, it is instant with me. It's almost instant headache. I mean, I... It's yeah. just instant. So that's my suggestion. But good luck with okay. that, and thanks for calling in tonight. Keep us posted on how you're doing. Yeah, I will. Thanks, Julie. You bet. Take care. Hope you feel better. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan 
altogether, no space at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do the show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Now, you can find that information on my website, which is AskJulieRyan.com. You can find it when you download the podcast on iTunes or iHeart or Stitcher, any one of those outlets that you can download the podcast. If you subscribe in the in the um, description of what the show is about, you'll see at the bottom of that it has the call-in information, and so you can call in on that. You can also submit questions online. Go to AskJulieRyan.com, and you can submit whatever question you want, and and uh, it will eventually get answered either on the show or in a blog or both. And then when you're on the site, sign up for a newsletter because I send that out every Thursday morning. And it has the call-in information on it. And it's always a excuse me, a question that somebody has submitted online through the website, and, and I answer it. And I try and choose ones that are really, really stand out as being interesting to put in my blog. So submit your questions online, too. And then lastly, while you're there, schedule an appointment with me. Like I was talking with Allie earlier, we don't have time to go through all of the different questions and and consults um, in the five or ten minutes that I can talk to you on the show when you call in. I can give you a brief overview, but when you schedule an appointment, then we have a whole hour, and we get a lot of stuff accomplished in that hour. We can do a deep dive, and it's really fun, too, and it's it's just tons of information, and, and it's usually presented in a fun way and um, really informative. So, Here's a question that was submitted online, and this comes from Sarah, and Sarah lives in Lansing, Michigan, and she said, Hi, Julie. I was hoping you'd be able to answer another question for me on your show. It's a continuation of a question I asked late last year about my husband. We went through a tough time last summer and fall, and I'm not sure I trust him yet. He has a friend named Dave that I don't know very well, but I don't feel like he's a good influence on my husband. Can you tell me anything about this? Do you know if my husband has still been lying to me about gambling, where he is, etc.? Thanks for your help. And here's my response. Hi, Sarah. At this moment in time, I get, and get is in quotation marks, that means information when I connected to Sarah up in Michigan, information I got when I asked questions about her. That means it comes into my head. Again, I was talking about our heads are satellite dishes. When I'm connected to somebody, the information comes to me. I consider that to be divine guidance. So I said, at this moment in time, I get your husband hasn't been truthful with you regarding his whereabouts because he doesn't want to upset you. Also, when I asked if it was in Sarah's husband's best interest to have Dave as a friend, I got a no. Now, having said all that, there are a lot of ways these answers can be interpreted. For example, does your husband have more than one friend named Dave? Now, that's basic, right? We hear, no, Dave isn't a good influence. And we think, okay, that's our answer, but 
is that really our answer? Do we need to get more specific? Most of the time, the answer to that is yes. So I said, does he have more than one friend named Dave? If I ask the question with Dave's last name, I might get a different answer. Remember, spirits are very literal. The more specific the question, the more accurate the answer will be. You guys hear me say this all the time. Be super specific about your question. Refine it down as much as you can. When you get an answer, see if you can refine the question even more or come up with a, a another question that would be something that would tag on to the first question, but make it as specific as you can. I went on to say, you can do this yourself. Just ask yourself a question in your head. The divine guidance answer will be the first thing that pops into your mind. If the answer takes more than a second or two, that'll be your brain answering you. The more you do this, the better you'll get at it. Thanks for your question. So be super specific on your questions, and then that's going to be divine guidance for you. Okay, let's go back to the phones. I have an 863 area code caller. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, Julie. This is Julia from Florida. Hi, Julia. How are you? Good. I can't believe I was so crazy. I set my phone alarm for the show so I would be on time and yeah. I didn't realize it, that my phone was in the other room. So oh I my gosh. I into my bedroom and my phone is going off the alarm. I like, oh shoot. Well, perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. How are you? You Tell everybody where you're calling from in Florida. Uh, Davenport, Florida. I'm around the Disney area. Okay, and you've called in before, so I'm, yep. I'm, I'm delighted to hear from you again. What's going on? Well, it, um, I woke up a couple of days ago thinking about employment because I need to, you know, start getting my, my ducks in a row and moving forward. So I was thinking about, you know, if I should just sign up with, like, a temp agency. And I've also been thinking about, well, maybe I should, you know, go someplace and take some classes or get some certificate or something. But it's like I went to school for interior design, but then after getting my degree in it, I didn't use it. So I feel like, well, I'm a little leery of, you know, putting in the time and effort and money for another, you know, schooling just to not use it again because I don't really know what I would go in, you know, what I would go for. So I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, I've been feeling, like, just anxious about my life in general. Like, I need to do something. But Uh right now I'm I'm with my mom because she's had a a health procedure and, you know, I need to be here for now. Uh But, uh, you know, at some point I need to start moving forward. Do you, are you still interested in interior design, Julia? You know, I like parts of it. Um, uh-huh. And if I can find something to apply it to, that would be nice. But I'm a little, my confidence with it isn't good because I had an instructor who said, you know, nobody would pay for Walmart designs. You know, just like, oh, oh wow. for heaven's yeah. sakes. That was yeah, somebody's so opinion. Just, you know, I was kind of like a, you know, an adult returning student. So my confidence, and I'm, I'm, I'm like having a confidence thing right now that, you know, being 55 and starting over in my life is just, oh, geez. just a little I, like, okay, well, <laughs> I know I need to move forward, but I have some resistance because I have fear of, oh my gosh, can I do this, and, you know, am I going to be successful, and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, 
first of all, Walmart designs. Walmart. Walmart is the biggest retailer in the whole darn country. So plenty more people pay for Walmart designs than pay for the fancy designs. That's number one. Can you tell I'm being defensive and protective of you? Number two, (laughs) teachers that say that kind of stuff need to not be teaching, in my opinion. I mean, teachers are supposed to motivate people. That's number two. Number three is that happened for you. And I know that even though it's getting all my, you know, all my cackles raised or whatever that old saying is um, that somebody said that to you, but that happened for you so that you can get to the place where you think, well, that's just your opinion. And there are more people that shop at Walmart than any other store in America. Okay. So just because somebody says that to you, right? Am I right? Yes. Yes. So just because somebody says that to you, it, it does, that's that person's opinion. And, you know the truth. If if you could sell something, did you ever see that movie Joy about the yes, woman who's yes, on, yeah. on um, got on QVC to sell something? QVC, yeah. yeah. And she went on there, and people thought she was nuts. But what did she do? She appealed to Americana. She appealed to all these people who she knew were in the same position she was in, and she's. Gosh, she has, I think, a a few hundred patents to her name now or some crazy number. Um, So, so first of all, that happened for you, Miss Julia. So you could get to the place, like what I was talking about with Heidi, our second caller, when you have a thought that you think, oh, my confidence isn't very good and that kind of thing. That's a slippery slope downwards, right? You want to go in a slippery slope in positive thinking and our brains did you were you able did you hear that first part that our heads are really like big satellite dishes and we based on what our frequency is how we're vibrating we attract thoughts at that level so when you're feeling unsure you're going to attract more thoughts that are going to make you feel more unsure so have you ever heard the term fake it till you make it (laughs) yeah okay so what whatever it is you know you can fake it you can pretend that you are the best designer for Americana that's out there whether you think you are or not it doesn't matter if you if you fake it you're going to send out that vibration so your satellite dish is going to be vibrating positive stuff about being a designer and I'm just using that as an example I mean if you want to be a fabulous seamstress or a fabulous whatever um, belly dancer. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna throw that out, okay? And you're gonna attract more things about it. The thought that I had about the interior design thing, and the reason why I asked you if you were still interested in that, is because the first thing that came into my mind when you said that was there are tons of interior design firms around, and you don't have to be the big designer that goes in and is moving walls and all that kind of stuff. But you could work for somebody who does all that stuff and get your toe back in the water, dip your toe back into the water and get back up to speed on what you're doing as an assistant to somebody 
that's in that industry. And if you go in and you say, I have this degree, but I haven't done it in a long time and I, I just want to, I just want to be an assistant or I want to do whatever. If I, if I remember you were an executive assistant before, is that right? Um, no, I just, I've been clerical. I was a secretary. Okay. That's what I'm remembering. Secretary, executive assistant kind of a thing, but same thing. Those those people that own the design firms, they all have assistants. And to have somebody who's an assistant that knows what they're talking about or that can get back up to speed, I think would make tons of sense. So you you may want to look into that. That's just the first thing that came into my head along those lines. And maybe a temp agency has a client who's in that industry that you could work for on a temporary basis and see if it's a good fit and then it could develop into something. Okay. I don't know, but it's just a thought. So, so your question is what? What's the bottom line question? I don't even know what the bottom line question is. Um, is it in your best interest to go to work for a temp agency? Yeah, yeah, I get a no before yeah, the question's I, I even out. Specific. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. It's just there's so much it, you know, yeah. wrapped into it that I didn't yeah. have narrowed down to a specific. Did you hear, did you, did you get to hear when I was talking with Heidi, our second caller, about meditating and all of that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. So, again, cdbaby.com forward slash Gary Temple Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y, Buy this, buy that meditation. I think it's two dollars to download it and listen to it in the morning. Take you fifteen minutes. Learn how to control your thoughts. And then when you have a thought like, "Oh gosh, I'm so unsure of myself," or whatever, change it to something that makes you smile, whether it's related or not. It's going to change your vibration. What you're sending out, it's going to change out the signal that your satellite dish is emitting. And it will attract more positive thoughts that are going to help propel you into whatever it is that you're going to end up doing. And it'll be good. And it's a habit that we can do. It's just a habit that we learn. So when you're meditating and you recognize, oh, gosh, my brain has drifted. My mind has drifted. And I'm thinking about my grocery list instead of listening to this meditation. Just kind of chuckle and, and say to yourself, oh, okay, well... And then you go back and you listen to the meditation. And then your mind's going to wander again. And you're going to say, oh, my mind's wandering. And I'm thinking about getting my car washed. And then just go, oh, okay. And bring your mind back. Seriously. Because that's just human nature. That's what meditation's all about is just teaching us how to control our thoughts. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Call back in. Let us know how you're doing. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You bet. I hope your mama feels better. Oh, thank you. Appreciate okay. That. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Miss Susie, I think, is next. Are you with us? Hi. Hi, yes, girl. Can you hear me? How are you? Hi. I'm good, thanks. I, I just love listening to your show. And, of course, I always think of questions after I call in. Good. And um, I did. I loved when you were talking to someone earlier about doing the Wonder Woman power pose, and then yeah. can you repeat what you said about sure. visualizing light coming from... Yeah. 
I, I, power, how I learned about this was there's a TED Talk, and you can find it oh, on Oh, yeah, YouTube. I read her whole book. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, and, it, and it's Amy Cuddy, and uh-huh. she's a professor, and she, are you on the speaker, Susie? Because I'm getting feedback. Um, you know, I use my phone cord. Is that better? That's better. And, okay, okay um, yeah, I read her book. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And so for those of you that don't know what Susie and I are talking about, there's this professor named Amy Cuddy, and she's at Harvard, and she did this study on if you assume the superwoman pose, which is your arms, you know, your, your hands on your hips and your legs spread apart like superwoman or Wonder Woman stands, um, that it's going to raise your... your uh, testosterone levels which gives you more confidence and it's going to lower your cortisol levels which lowers your stress hormones so she says if you do it for two minutes there's a biological effect that's positive and so when i lecture around the country i sometimes am in front of an audience of sometimes six seven eight hundred thousand people and it's a little intimidating before I go out on stage and there's double jumbotrons and I'm there and I'm thinking, oh, wow. And so once I get into the groove, I'm fine. But the first minute or two, it, it can be a little stressful. So what I do is I do the Wonder Woman pose before I go out on stage. And sometimes I'll be in the ladies' room, you know, in the stall doing the Wonder Woman pose. But... But what I do, now this is the Julie Ryan modification, Susie, is I close my Mm -hmm. eyes and I envision this bright light, bright yellowish white light coming from the ground, coming up through my legs, up through my body and shooting out through the top of my head. And what that does is it it raises your vibrational level. Okay, I love that little yeah. modification because, yeah, I do those power poses every day, and um, so I love adding that aspect of it. And then um, one thing I thought of asking is a friend of mine was talking yesterday about how um, he had plantar fasciitis and he had a cortisone shot right. straight in the center of his foot, and it got better. And I had cortisone shots in other parts of my ankle and another part of my foot, and they, they didn't seem to help. So I don't know whether doing it. I know you, you talked about rolling, you know, the foot on the water bottle and stuff, but I'm wondering if it's in my best interest or not to try going to that doctor and having that cortisone shot or not for the plantar fasciitis. Okay. My favorite thing to do for the plantar fasciitis is do the downward dog pose in yoga where mm-hmm. your hands and your feet are on the ground and your butt's up in the air. Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's gonna stretch that back of your leg and it's going to help as much as anything if you can do that at least once or twice a day maybe in the morning and at night you're going to be amazed at how that helps and then to get the inflammation down roll it so let's ask the question let's ask it together and see what the answer is that we get is it in Susie's best interest to get a cortisone shot in her foot for plantar fasciitis what do you get you know I'm never sure but I I was kind of feeling like I know before I got to know. You know, I asked the question. (laughs) I got to know before the question was out. My husband had one of those in his foot. He had a bone spur. And we mm-hmm. were able to heal it with woo-woo, <laughs> with my um. my energy work. And it and it changed on the x-ray a couple of weeks after he had his first x-ray done. And the doctor was saying, what? What is going on there? <laughs> but he had a cortisone oh, shot one time uh, before he met me. And he said it made his foot feel dead. 
He didn't have a feeling. No. Oh. So it hit. Mm-hmm. A, it must have hit a nerve or something. It eventually came back. Okay. But I get a no on that, Susie. Back to the Wonder okay. Woman pose for a second. If you look at any kind of an award ceremony where there are celebrities there and they're on the red carpet, whether that be mm-hmm. a, you know, the Oscars or the Emmys or the Grammys or the Tonys or whatever, watch the women. They all assume the Wonder Woman pose. Usually it's with <laughs> one arm on their hip oh, and their mm-hmm. legs are apart. And if they have a slit, in their gown, you know, they'll stick their leg out so that it shows some leg mm-hmm. in that slit. You watch, you'll never watch that red carpet again the same way. Yeah, that's funny. And they're all <laughs> they're funny. all trained to do that because mm-hmm. it gives them confidence. Wow. When they're doing and, that. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks yeah. for if you're, that. If wow. you look at that, you'll see. And uh, I'm a sorority advisor for my sorority at the University of Alabama. And there's 450 girls in the sorority there. The Greek wow. system's a big deal there. And I teach my girls to do that. And I say, do that before an interview. Do it if you're going to do a presentation, like if, if you're giving a speech in your class, one of your mm-hmm. classes and you need to do it. If you're going to be... Going into a situation to meet your boyfriend's parents or, or whatever, do that Wonder Woman pose. Go in the bathroom and do it for two mm-hmm. minutes, and it's going to do wonders for you. And so all the time, they'll come up to me, and they'll say, oh, I did the Wonder Woman pose, and it worked great. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, I share it with yeah. so many people every day. I yeah. share it with different people. Right. Yesterday, I was doing a friend who, today, she was meeting with an investor, and I had, she was doing it yesterday and today before her meeting, and so, great. yeah, I think it's super great, so. It works great. Thank and if you. And, you know, and if, if any that, guys oh, are listening, you can do the Superman version of that. Yeah. Thing. Hands on your hips. Legs spread apart, envision that white light coming up from the ground, going up your feet and your legs and shooting out through the top of your head and maintain that pose for probably, if you can do it for two minutes, that's that's the optimal amount. You were going to say something, Susie? Oh, I was going to ask about um, the, oh, I was going to say too that I do with the hands above the head too, like you want to raise. I do that one a lot too. Um, yeah. She talks about that too. And then um, but what I was going to ask is, with the downward dog, I kind of get, um, what's the word? I don't know. I just don't do well with my head upside down. So uh-huh. does it work the same to put your foot against the wall and lean in? Like, you know, put your foot up, kind of up against the wall and kind of do that stretch where you bend your knee and kind of have your foot kind of going up a wall? Does that work the same? What I've or does got, it really need to well, the picture dog? I'm getting that's even better than that is to stand with your hands on the wall and your feet out and then do the stretch that way you know keep your foot flat and Uh do like the calf stretch that runners do and that yeah i do do that one a lot so okay well i will keep trying okay i hope your foot feels better thank you okay thanks for calling in take care (laughs) thanks so much take care Bye -bye. bye bye We had a couple of other callers who I muted. So if you call in and there are other callers that I'm already talking to, hang on there. I'll get to you eventually, but I'm going to mute you so we don't have background noise. So um, just for those of you, I think there were two or three other callers that called in and they, they couldn't wait for whatever reason. Okay, let's see if I can get another quick question from online answered here in the next three minutes. That's all the time we have left. This one is from Allie, and Allie lives in Northeast Pennsylvania. 
I don't know. That must be a town. She just has Northeast PA um, on her her question that she submitted. And she says, hi, Miss Julie. Why does my cat scratch my arms and not stop when I tell her no? I know she's playing, but she's a very aggressive player and it scares my friends away. I also have terrible scars that bleed on my arms from it. Can you help me resolve this issue? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Allie. You're right. Your cat is just playing with you. In order to get some information, I first connected with you and then from you to your cat. She told me she learned to play that way as a tiny kitten. She thinks it's all part of the game when you tell her to stop. You know how some animals, you'll be messing with them and tell them to stop and they just think that's all part of the the whole drill of playing with them. All right, I went back to say, have you ever, well, I guess this is what I said in my response to her. Have you ever noticed how your cat seems out of sorts when you're angry or stressed? Pets and people, for that matter, pick up on our energy and emulate us. That means they copy us. It's important to tell pets and humans what we want them to do. Asking them not to do something just reinforces the undesirable behavior. For example, If I said, don't think of the pink elephant, what are you going to immediately do? You're going to think of a pink elephant. This is, this works great with little kids too, babies, especially when Jonathan was a baby and I didn't want him to go near something, I'd say something like, stay over here or stay away from the screen or, um, play with this toy. I wouldn't say, no, no, stay away from, you know, don't go near the screen. I'd I'd tell him what I wanted him to do, stay on this side of the room. And it worked great. I went back to say, so in order to foster a feline behavior change, talk to your cat in a soft voice while you gently rub her. She showed me a scene of you petting her in long strokes from the top of her head, down her back, and up her tail. This had a calming effect on her and made her relax. And remember, you can always resort to putting her in a cat carrier if she won't calm down. That may be a good option when your friends are there and or until she learns her cat manners. Hope this strategy helps. P.S. She adores you. So that's about all the time that we have this evening. Thanks to all the callers who joined us. Thanks to you for listening. Please do me a favor and go to iTunes and give this podcast a five-star rating. It'll just take you a couple seconds and it will help other people find it. And call us next week. Send in your questions online. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I hope you have a terrific first of next week. And until next time, take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts. Thank you.